I've never put this ash catcher on the Titan. I wonder if I could actually make that happen. We could probably collapse along by the end of the episode. We'll get a Titan dab in with that on there, I think. <coughs> I'm just looking around and thinking. I'm I'm just thinking about how I want to end this because I'm like, I'm going to take a dab on this, then we'll get into the Titan. That's exactly how we're doing it. And then I'm going to go make lunch for my wife. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 37 of the podcast. Today's going to be an interesting episode because it's the first time I've ever worked out right before an episode and then not eaten. And um, I'm just going to see how it goes. I haven't even smoked it. This is my first smoke of the day. So you guys are going to watch me be completely sober and then slowly just spiral down into a, a stoned rant, hopefully. Um, before we get into today's episode, though, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. And uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe, like our videos on whatever platform you're listening or watching this on, whether it be YouTube or the podcast app. Um, it does help us so much when you guys like and subscribe and even leave comments. We really do appreciate it here at the What's Up Everybody podcast. Uh, we do have a Sunday sale coming up this weekend. Uh, I think the date is November 11th. Could be wrong. Uh, I should have had that on paper in front of me before I started the podcast, but what are you going to do? Uh, we do have bigger drops coming up. I've been working really, really hard on getting this stuff ready to go, but the issue is, is our sandblaster is still not here. Uh, we paid for it over eight weeks ago. We just talked to the company yesterday, and they said that hopefully it's here next week. We will see what happens. I really hope it is because there's a lot of you folks out here that really want to support me, but you really want clear. You do not want the color, um, which I appreciate that too. I love the clear. I love watching all the function and just seeing everything go. So I appreciate you guys being patient, not giving up on me, and waiting it out for those clear pieces. So thank you so much. Today's episode, it's going to be a heavy, heavy glass one. I got a lot of cool pieces down here on the table I want to show off. We're going to be taking a lot of dabs and stuff. So it's going to be more of a sesh today. I don't have a super like big agenda or anything. I just kind of want to relax and smoke and enjoy my morning sesh. And I'm going to enjoy it with you guys too. So pack your joints, roll your joints, however you do it. You know, heat up your rigs. Let's relax for the next little bit here and have some fun and uh, show off some glass. Today I'm smoking on some wedding cake again i mean i swear to god i smoke it almost every episode but that's because consistency is key i've been with the same girl since i was 15. i like what i like and i stick with it so we're smoking that wedding cake again today it is almost one of my favorite strains to pair up with a good coffee um it's one of those things i swear weed and coffee just complement each other i always tell my wife that i'm like if the world ended as long as i got a bag of coffee beans and a bag of cannabis seeds like and we find a place to grow them we'll i think we'll be okay um because without my weed and coffee, though, I am just unbearable, I feel like. But I got my weed and coffee, so you guys will be able to hopefully withstand my uh, personality today. Mm. Yeah, I worked out this morning. Been um, Again, I've said other episodes, but I'm trying my damnedest to get lose some weight before my daughter realizes I'm fat. <coughs> and I'm doing pretty good. I'm proud of myself. I've been working really hard. Um, and, you know not like crazy dieting we're not eating like garbage or anything but i'm not like counting calories or anything i'm just trying to eat clean and at least that's what my trainer's telling me she wants to do but what's one thing that's really cool about my trainer she's like down with like smoking and she likes podcasts and stuff like that but she's like a hardcore athlete like this lady is shredded 
And uh, this gym I'm going to, I'm super grateful to go to it. It's like uh, they have basically in the middle of the gym, it's just like a small like personal trainer physical therapy gym and then on the outside of it is like nine rooms every room has a different doctor in it that just has a different specialty all the way from like all different therapies and theragun stuff needling and different types of stretch stretching and they use like these electrode things in one of the rooms but it's basically all the people that are there like professional dirt bikers hockey players olympians because it's we live in colorado springs which is like one of the olympic cities so this is one of those like physical therapy training places that keeps athletes tip top shape. And my wife was like, look at him. My husband's an athlete of glass. He's spinning bongs. He's coughing up big hits. We need to get him in a serious training facility. So that's where I am right now. And uh, I'm really liking it. I'm really hoping that they don't get shut down again, though, because right now i mean it might have already happened at this point we're filming this on a wednesday the election happened last night by the time this comes out on sunday the world could be over but we're here right now and we're having fun so we'll pretend that everything is just fine um but yeah i feel really lucky to be able to go to to this gym and hopefully they can straighten out some of my uh issues i'm having because working over the last seven years i've really really put myself through the ringer um as far as just you know, working too late, working too much, not the right nutrition for how hard I'm pushing myself, and all these things will take a toll on you. And I'm only 30 years old, so how lucky am I that I'm trying to correct it now? You know what I mean? I feel lucky. I know people, and I even see people like my parents, and they're probably watching this right now. Hey, mom, dad. Um, those folks worked their asses off their whole lives, and you know, took care of themselves the best they could with you know where they were at. But the world really beats you down. And I'm feeling lucky that um, I get to work with such a good trainer and everything like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, this is, like, another thing I guess I've been thinking about a lot lately is that, like, I, I, like, I like to post things on Instagram when I buy stuff for the business or I'm putting money towards, like, making everything better for Bear Mountain Studios. But I feel really weird about posting up stuff when I've like just kind of done something nice for myself. Like getting a good personal trainer and working out. I feel like weird. Like I'll talk about it on here on the podcast. Cause you guys are the homies. Like we're all hanging out. We hang out every week. Um, so I share this stuff with you guys, but like on Instagram, that's a totally different thing. When I post stuff on there, it's just like the whole world, you know, sees it. Obviously this is open to everyone too, but most people aren't going to even make it this far in the podcast to hear me even talk about this. So this is more just talking to the, my friends on here, all you guys that are hanging out. But um, yeah, I don't like posting when I get things or I, I got like a gift for myself, which I don't normally do. Usually I just buy everything for the studio and try to make the company better and make my guys that work here have nicer tools and you know, whatever I can do there. And um, but yeah, like I got this like nice trainer and then like my wife like bought me a new vehicle, which is she was like, oh, are you going to post it up on Instagram? Are you going to post it up? I'm like, no, I'm not. Just because I feel so weird about posting if I've gotten something. Even though I've worked like an animal to get things and I've like killed myself and stayed up all night for years and just never gave up, I still feel weird posting up if I've gotten something nice. Like, here's my gift. I feel weird sharing it with people I don't know because I feel like it's not sharing the intent. I, I get worried that if I like, if I get myself a nice gift and I share it with people on the internet, that people will be less likely to support my dream or my company because they're like, well, he's got enough. 
you know, like, cause they maybe don't have the right perspective on me or not. But, um, my wife got me a new car this week and, uh, it was really exciting. I've, you know, I've wanted a new vehicle for, since I got my vehicle, I was driving. I literally, the vehicle I got, I got a Ford years ago, years ago, I had to trade in my F-250. We've talked about this maybe before on the podcast. I don't know. But before I became a glassblower or like right around that time, actually, I became a glassblower. I was like, I'm not landscaping anymore. I don't need this big F-250 and I need to move to Colorado and I can't drive this F-250 cross country. So I traded this truck in and I got a Ford Escape back in 2012 or 13. And it was a great vehicle, reliable. She's never broken down on me. She runs great. But uh, whenever I'd be driving my Ford Escape, I'd like see other Ford Escape drivers and I'd look over on them and it would always be like an older lady. And I'm like, that's dope, but like, that's not my crew. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm the old lady crew. I don't know who I am. But, uh, you know, that's some of the ego right there coming out. But I always felt a little self-conscious driving around. I don't know why I cared. See, even talking about that, I'm like, dude, you're a douchebag. Why do you even fucking care? It's weird. Being human is fucking weird. But I got, like, a new vehicle and I'm super grateful. My wife, she worked really hard to find it. Like, I didn't do anything. She literally sent me some pictures. She's like, which one do you like? And then she was like, all right, it's going to be here Friday. And then she's like, had it shipped. I was like, oh, okay, we did it. And, um, yeah, it's just really, really cool. My kiddo loves it too. Like she doesn't even want to drive in mom's car anymore. She's like, when my wife went and picked up our daughter from school yesterday, I guess our daughter had a meltdown. She was like, daddy's car. I want to be in daddy's car. And mom was like, this is mommy's car. This is all we got right now. Um, but yeah, I feel like. I don't know if that's like a normal thing or what, but like what I notice is a lot of the people that a normal thing as far as not wanting to share when you get something nice because you're worried about people judging you because you got something nice. Um, but a lot of the people I really look up to on, you know, the internet and like influencers and stuff like that are not people posting fancy cars or watches or anything. They're the people that are super successful and you know that they have nice cars and nice watches. They just don't post them. What they're posting is them working hard. They're posting little clips of them having fun with their family or this and that. That's the shit I like because obviously if you work hard, you're going to get be successful at some point and maybe you'll even make enough money to get some nice things. But if you're getting those nice things just to share on the internet for approval with people, then you didn't do it for yourself. Um, I don't know. And then maybe you did, maybe you did do it for yourself. So you could get that feeling of like, look at me, look at me look what I got. But I feel so weird about that stuff. Like I get excited to post new tools we've gotten for the studio because then it's like people that support bear mountain, they're seeing like that physical return. Like, all right, I bought pieces from bear mountain and then they got this new sandblaster. Now they're sandblasting the RBRs and always support them again. And now bear mountain studios is able to get this next tool. Now they have this new pipe that's coming out. That's like this. And so that's the stuff I get excited to post about. And I just get a little weird about posting gifts, even though I never ever get them really. But I got my, you know, me and my wife collabed and she found me something nice and we paid for it together. All right, let's talk about some glass. You know, we have to do that weekly, like life catch up. What's up for today? What we're doing? Um, Because even though it's not not even important stuff, it's what's on my mind. And it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like if we were all just like hanging out in a room together, like we are right now, but virtually because it's the pandy, um, this is honestly our conversations we'd be having guys be talking about life, talking about glass and just trying to enjoy, you know, some company for a little bit and smoke some weed and hash. I feel like that's like, I feel so lucky to have found cannabis. I can't even tell you guys like, 
when I was like younger and it was mostly just drinking beer and partying that way, I just, I felt like a lot angrier, a lot less control of my emotions. And I don't think cannabis is for everyone, but for me, it's literally like making me the person I want to be. And that sounds so fucking dumb because if you were like in high school talking to your teacher, like, no, smoking weed is making me what I want to be. And it's like, but it is though, like I'm more rational. I'm more compassionate. I can put my ego aside and listen to someone else's point of view without being nasty to them. This is all because cannabis almost just like, is like a little teacher, a little reminder. It's like, Hey, let someone else talk for a minute. Even though you guys are now listening to a podcast where I just talk by myself for one hour. There's no one else to talk. You're just with me now. But feel grateful to have found cannabis. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that would benefit from it. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't. You know, some people smoke it and get horrible anxiety. Cannabis isn't for you. And if I have friends that were cannabis smokers for a decade, then all of a sudden it started giving them anxiety and they had to stop. The medicine stopped working. You learned, Maybe you learned everything you could learn from it. I don't know, but I feel like I'm just a kindergartner. I have so much to learn, so I'm going to be smoking a lot of weed for many years because um, I've got a lot to learn. So let's show off some glass. we got a few pieces on the table here. Some cool stuff that uh, I've been working out the past couple weeks. This guy right here, we're going to take some dabs out of this. This is my dude Josh's piece. Josh made a request that I've never done before, which was a full crushed opal doer. So if you see this perk here, it's black all the way down through. That's actually a uh, galaxy with crushed opal over it. You're not going to be able to see it through these cameras. It's even hard to catch it up close. It's more of like an in-person thing that you see. Um, but this is Terps and Galaxy are the two colors, and then it's full crushed opal. But what's special about this batch of Terps is that I didn't use any clear to put the crushed opal into this. Typically, you'll take a clear piece of tubing and you're going to fill that with crushed opal and then you'll sleeve it over a piece of color. But if you add clear to terps, it's going to water down the color. So what I did was is I made a terps sleeve and a terps core. And so I took the terps sleeve. So instead of making a clear sleeve, I made a whole piece of tubing out of terps. I filled that with crushed opal. And then I took a terps core and put it inside there and then vacuum sleeved them together. So that way, this tubing was 100% terps with opal mixed in. Um, <clears throat> those are like the little things that I'm like really proud of as far as with like glass and stuff is just those extra steps that you can add in to make the color that much more vibrant, that much more bright. And I don't know if you guys notice that with our page at all, but if you look at Bear Mountain Studios page or even mine, I've been posting a lot of goofy dad videos lately. My page looks like a shit show. I got to clean it up. But that's why my wife made me make the They Did It page and stuff. Because I used to do that on Bear Mountain. I used to just, you know, incorrect spelling, slurring words, sleep deprived, doesn't look good for the company. I used to put that all over the company page. Now I just keep it on the They Did It account, which has even more followers than the Bear Mountain page because you guys seem to like that real shit better. But we do a little bit of everything. But if you notice on those pages, our glass, like we're able to get some really bright colors. Like even like, especially with the opal stuff, sometimes you'll see people do opal and it'll get a little washed out. But um, we've been trying to do every little extra step to make stuff even more vibrant, brighter and pure color. And like this piece right here, there's no clear in this piece. Um, 
this oh, actually no there is there's technically clear because i had to put clear over the galaxy so there's a little bit of clear over the galaxy but that's just to protect the opal with that because if i were to sleeve a you wouldn't see the opal in this galaxy if it was sleeved with galaxy because it would be behind a black layer so you have to do clear over the galaxy in order to show the opal and the galaxy is this black color that you see on the mouthpiece the perk and then this cab on the side galaxy is a black color with a metallic sparkle in it it's I would call it part of the Stardust family, like green Stardust, blue Stardust. It's the black version of those colors. So it's a sparkly black. It's a great color for crushed opal. I'll tell any glass blowers, if any glass blowers listen to my podcast, do your crushed opal with Galaxy. Um, it makes it pop so much harder. It doesn't get any weird um, like grayness to it when you're doing the sleeve. Some, some blacks will get weird gray lines on them when you sleeve opal over it. <clears throat> and I don't know, that could just be... Uh, my lack of knowledge on how to work that black or it could just be a an inherent thing that happens when it's sleeved with opal and heated up in that way um but yeah this is a really special piece this is a 10 millimeter triple double first time doing this full colored perk like this in a 10 mil with the the grounded joint i've done these before in collabs i don't do them in solos though because this is a lot more work it adds a little bit to the price and we try to keep things as affordable as possible for people. So we'll some like if I were to do every perk colored and handmade like this, I'd make like five pipes a week, which wouldn't be enough for to pay the bills. So, um, you know, when we're doing um the clear ones, it's it's able to keep the price down a little bit for people and uh, make it so that I can get a little bit more work out there and available for you guys that are so eager to support us. But um, we do have the ability to do these colored ones. If people want them, they just are more expensive. But man, do they look cool when it's just solid color going down through there. Um, and I really, really appreciate Josh. He supports uh, my family heavily. Um, even made uh, Bane a collar and everything. Bane's still wearing it now. He loves his collar. Um, just have the best collectors. And it's not even collectors. I just, the glass, the cannabis has given me the opportunity to meet, you know, just good good people nice people um and and again i only know these people a little bit through the internet but the little interactions i've had with some of my collectors is really uh it gives you hope sometimes when you see things on the news how horrible people are being to each other and then you're like man that's terrible people are so vicious and brutal and then i'll get the nicest email or dm and my wife will show me an email someone wrote up that's just like you know just from the heart and super nice. And I'm like, I don't know this person. They didn't have to write this whole email and they did. And, um, it's just, we really appreciate that stuff. You know, it's really nice, but, um, we got some fire hash today. So let's take a, a dab on this bad boy. And then we're going to session another one of these big double diffuse over here. Cause I had a collector ask, he's like, can you please smoke my piece on the podcast? And I was like, don't have to ask me twice. I'll smoke weed through glass. Um, so today we have some hash from my friends Peace Within Hash. This is their single source run here. And what single source means, if you guys aren't familiar with the term, it means that it was their grow and they washed it. A lot of times you'll find with hash, um, you'll have a grower and then you'll have an extractor. So that's like a kind of a collaborative thing. Like the grower grows the material, the extractor extracts it. Well, with a single source project, that means that the person did it all themselves in house. They, they grew everything from seed to finish and then washed it to finish curing it. It's a very, very long process that, uh, that is a very, it's a very difficult way to make a living and make money because sing, like it's, 
it takes a lot of sacrifice. Any single source people out there, especially if you're a single source runner, you're also a pheno hunter, a genetic hunter, people, some of the pop seeds, like you guys know, and that you're, you're, <laughs> you could make more money, obviously, if you just grew one fucking strain, if you just grew Gorilla Glue 4 and then just grew only that from cut and then just washed, had someone wash it and just got units out there. But really the people that do this out of like heavily, like love for the game, are the people that are out there, they're hunting the seeds they want, they pop the seeds, they find the genetics, then they wash it their way. They they do everything from the finished product. So when you get this little jar of hash right here, you're holding months of someone's hard work. There's months of work here. It's just like when you grab a milli chip from a glass blower and you're looking at a milli with all this detail in it. It's just one little slice out of a big chunk, just like this is one gram out of a big batch. But it took weeks, months, if not longer to build that milli, to make, to grow this, to extract it. I mean, I'm just kind of like incorporating glass and weed all into one description here, folks. And I hope you're following along, but <clears throat> yeah. So when I smoke really good single source and really good hash, like I just, I appreciate it. It's like when you eat a really good meal somewhere from like a famous chef or someone that's like really good at their craft. I don't know. As humans, don't we love watching people that are good at something? Even if it's not something you like, maybe you don't like, you know, a certain sport, but man, this person's so good at playing it. You just want to watch them do it because they're so good at it. I think as humans, we love watching people that are incredibly good at things. I think it gives us motivation and hope that we can be incredibly good at something too someday. But, um, yeah, let's smoke some hash. I keep, I just keep talking. That's what it is though. Some purple Z, or do I want to get into that flow, Tropicana? I mean, kind of like, I'm going to get into the flow first. Because when I first moved to Colorado, the flow was like around. Like, you get that fire Colorado flow all the time. It was always around, and it was the best. It was so good. Just like you could always get fire Golden Goat. Golden Goat was the heat back in 2014, 2013. Um, and even before then, I'd say, too. But um, so I'm gonna get into this flow first, just because it's a very nostalgic flavor. It reminds me of my first time coming to Colorado, because when I took a dab of flow here for the first time, it kind of just blew me away. I didn't realize hash could taste like that. I also, I just a lot of like light bulbs click in your head when you tie, try a really good concentrate for the first time. You're like, wait a minute, You're like this is how it could be all the time. I smoke mostly flour these days. I take dabs every day, but I I would say if you were to weigh it side by side, I'd probably smoke more flour and wait, but it just makes me appreciate the hash that, that much more. Like I love good cured grown flour too. I appreciate all that and too, cause that's an art in its own. It's so hard to grow really, like you could grow the most beautiful flour. It looks great in photos, but when it comes to finishing it, curing it and getting it ready to smoke, you could ruin it. You could make, take the prettiest pictures. You could be hyped up on Instagram, but as soon as the product comes to the point of being dried, cured and sold, it turns into hay. Um, and you know, that doesn't happen too much these days, but it was something I saw a lot back in 2000, you know, 10, 11 and stuff. You'd see people growing the most beautiful weed and then you smoke it and you're like, this tastes like fucking hay. What'd you do, brother? How'd you cure this? Did you cure this in a wet basement? Um, but yeah, I know we got to do that growing episode still. Um, a couple things have come up. They've kind of thrown the schedule off, but what are you going to do? We're still here hanging out, guys. We're still having fun. And we're lucky that we got our producer, Aja, that comes down each week to take care of us. Grateful for all the help with the podcast, and I'm grateful for all you guys that support this thing. I love doing it. 
Um, I'll tell you what, though, but because I smoke hash and talk about so much random shit, I mean, there's like to ever get big sponsors that aren't cannabis. A non-cannabis brand sponsor is going to be tough because they're going to be like, I'm pretty sure this guy's just getting high and he's uneducated. And he's filming it for an hour. But what are you going to do? People, I mean, look at that that girl, the Catch Me Outside girl that's on Dr. Phil. That uh, bad baby, whatever her name is. Fuck, dude. She did it. So I'll do it too. I'm just kidding. I don't really, I don't want to be famous at all. That's not my interest. What I do want to do is find a way to share my, is my fucking turbo meter dead? Good riddance. It's not dead. All right. Um, no, I just want to be able to share my work with as much people as possible. And I also want to build a format where I can connect with people in a more real way because the ten, the one minute or 15 second videos on Instagram aren't enough. And those, I'll be honest with you guys, a lot of those Instagram videos take me a couple tries because they're so short time frame that like I have to get so much out in that that sometimes I'm like, fuck, I didn't get everything out and it was already a full minute. I got to try to way to chop that down to fit it into a one minute video. With these podcasts, we can just turn the camera on, just film and hang out. I like this way better. It's not for everyone. Not everyone has an hour to just sit down and listen to me talk about nothing, but it's going to be my first attempt at really connecting with people in a more personal way because I can't answer every DM. I can't answer every comment. There's too many at this point. Um, and it's just going to get crazier. So what I'm doing is I'm like, Hey, let's try to fucking connect in a different way because I love podcasts and I feel connected to the podcasters I listen to. So I want to do the same thing because I feel like I could really connect with you guys and we could share the work in a different way. Like I'll be able to like smoke it and really talk in depth about things. Um, but we're just waiting for this nail to cool down. We're just about there. We're at about 500 degrees. I'm using the turbo meter right here. I've had a few people ask on Instagram if this is like some sort of mobile e-nail I'm using to heat up the, the nail. It's not, this is just a temp reader. This way I don't get a hot dab. I can take it to the temperature I like. So that way the terps are their perfect flavor. It's smooth and I'm not coughing more than I need to. Um, Tell you one thing about these turbo meters, though, they'll make you take bigger dabs because then you start getting that perfect temp and you realize you could you can take a bigger dab, then you get a little confident, and then all of a sudden you're getting more stone than you plan to. And slurping the mic, <clears throat> that can affect uh, how much work you get done throughout the day. So, but I found a good balance with this now. And by balance, I mean I've smoked enough times that the tolerance has gone up, so. Terps. <clears throat> wow. That piece has a really, really nice hit. <coughs> it's got... <coughs> <coughs> the 10 mils have more restriction than the 14s. But I feel like it's like the perfect restriction that like a lot of people look for. Even though I'm particu particularly... Wow. That was crazy. Wasn't that cool seeing me try to say a word? That was fun. Um, I really like the XL, or I, my wife told me I got to stop saying XL. I really like the 14 millimeter versions. I do like the little bit more opened up, like, tube, the way it feels. I smoke, like, a 10 mil all the time. Me and my wife are always smoking her, her 10 mil. But this guy right here <clears throat> is my, my guy. This is my daily. I love this rig so much. We're going to sesh this one today, too. We're going to smoke it all. I'm going to get two stoned today. I am so fucking sore. I am out of shape. 
And um, when I work out, I'm feeling it. And that's another great excuse to get too stoned. You know, really, I could help. If you guys need excuses to get too stoned, like, oh, it makes me a better person or I'm sore from working out, I got excuses for you. So we'll just, maybe we'll make a list we can put on the podcast for people who will have excuses why we have to get way too baked every single day. <coughs> Straight up, though, I'm a better person. I don't even care. I don't care if I, if I like, have to rely on a substance throughout my life to... I don't give a shit. We're all human. No one's perfect. And, uh, well, I just inhaled some hot alcohol and I, uh, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. <coughs> okay. Um, yeah, there's worse things you could, you could use as a crutch. Like, I don't need to give any examples. We all know of worse things people could use as a crutch that's more detrimental to your family and your everyday life as a functioning person. Cannabis is the best. Cannabis and coffee. Get your stimulants in. Feel better. That's what they should have said at the D.A.R.E. program. No, then kids would have really been doing drugs probably. Do you guys remember that though? I don't know if any, how old any of you guys are that watch this. Hopefully you're 21 and older because um, this is for adults. But... When I was younger, we had that D.A.R.E. program, and I went to a Catholic school, and uh, so we all had to wear, like, suit and tie and everything. Everyone was in uniforms. Man, that tiger would come in. I, As a kid, I never, because I was like, I must have been eight or nine years old. I didn't even know why he was there. Like, I literally, like, didn't understand why there was a tiger dancing around telling me not to do things that I didn't know even what the fuck they were. I didn't even know what drugs were. I think school introduced me to drugs before I even knew what they were. Maybe that's a good thing though, right? Like educate people so they at least know what they are. So if they come across them, they can make an educated decision whether they want to ingest them or not. But, um, honestly, I, I was never, I was always really scared of drugs growing up though. I didn't smoke weed till I was like 18 or so, maybe 17. I think it was 18 though. But um, I was always scared of drugs and alcohol and stuff growing up. And I don't know why. Like, my dad smoked weed every day. My mom would have a glass of wine. Like, my parents weren't, you know, my parents were, like, normal people, you know? You know, have a glass of wine, smoke a joint, whatever you got to do to, like, calm down so you can be a decent human the rest of the day. So I don't know why I was so scared of drugs. Maybe it was because of the D.A.R.E. program. They did a good job. I was terrified. I remember, like... I don't know. I think I still get nervous. Even every time I do a psychedelic, I still get a little like if I'm like, I haven't really tripped hard in a couple of years because I have a two year old now. So I really, I cannot be high on a psychedelic for for hours. It's just not uh, responsible. Like if I have to change a diaper, I can't be tripping balls. Like it's just not good. So I haven't done psychedelics in a couple of years like that. I microdose pretty frequently and I use the benefits from those like little mushroom teachers. But, um, I still like back a couple years ago when I was, I would, you know, trip a little bit more. I just, I still would get a little nervous, you know, like right when you're like, okay, here we go. I'm doing this today. Like, don't, I would almost get the same feeling when I was about to like hit a, like a grind rail or do like a big stair set on a skateboard or something. I would be like, okay, like, I know how this all works. I know the drill. Like I know the consequences. If I fuck up, this is a little scary, but that was fun. I think when my kiddo is older, I'll be able to have like a, a good trip again. Maybe I'll just do it for a birthday. I'll be like, 
honey, let's just hire someone to go to the mountains with me and just to follow me around to protect me. And we'll just, just give me a bunch of psychedelics and just let me figure my shit out. Cause I'm going to need a reset eventually here. As much as the weed helps me stay calm and be a good person. I'll tell you what life is still, it is, it is stressful. Test you question. I question myself constantly. I'm like, Oh, is that the right, did I do the right thing there? And enough of that overthinking calls for a reset eventually because your brain gets cluttered. It gets cluttered with useless things that actually don't help your day-to-day be any better. All it does is when you finally slow down for the day, it's in the back of your head so that it eats at you. And those psychedelic resets help clean and cleanse all those negative things that maybe you're too hard on yourself about. That's crazy. Oregon, they just decriminalized all drugs. And then I think they just legalized uh, psilocybin mushrooms too last night. How fucking awesome is that? I hope that other states follow. Denver got uh, psilocybin mushrooms decriminalized. But um, I just mean is more as like all drugs decriminalized. And then also have, um, you know, clinics that open up that help these people that maybe are addicted to heroin or meth or whatever and help them wean off it in a safe way for them because putting people in jail is never the answer to help someone that was addicted to drugs especially if they weren't a violent person they were just someone that was having a hard time i feel like there's more people out there out there that are having a hard time and they're sad than are violent i feel like the violence comes from when eventually that person has just had so much done to them and no one's given a fuck that they're just like all right fuck it i'm just gonna burn it all down but um that's why as like you know brothers and sisters in this country we kind of all need to come together and just instead of like locking people up and stuff we need to help each other so that as a country we can have more winners and uh this is something uh that whole like having more winners thing i heard that on rogan recently um because who doesn't listen to him uh but he was saying like if you want to like fix our country and like people that feel like losers here, then we need to have like more winners. We need to like, we need to help each other win. Basically we need more winners here. So instead of like locking people up and condemning people, making people feel like losers cause they slipped up or maybe have an addiction or something they're going through, find a way to help people and turn them into a winner. Cause the more winners we have in our country, the more people we have feeling good, the more people we have feeling like they're appreciated, the better we're going to do as a country, no matter what people's beliefs are. And, you know, it's just at the end of the day, I really think a lot of people's emotions and feelings of sadness. I mean, whatever your beliefs are at the end of the day, it's not being appreciated by your tribe. If you're in your tribe and everyone thinks you're a loser, no one appreciates you. That's one of the most primal things that could tear a human apart. We need to be accepted. We need to be appreciated. Even if our gift is something really small and basic, and maybe everyone can do it, but we still need to appreciate each other for what we're capable of. Because if we don't, eventually, if you're not appreciating the people around you or noticing or being grateful for what they're doing, I feel like you eventually lose it yourself. So I feel like we've lost ourselves. That's what's happened. So we got to find a way to appreciate each other a little more and make some more winners in this country. We'll be fine though. I know it. <clears throat> we'll figure it out because I just smoked my first joint of the day and took a dab. So everything's working out. 
But by two o'clock, when the coffee starts not working, I get a headache, I take too big of a dab, haven't eaten enough, the anxiety will kick in. And that's when I'll be like, it's all fucked. What are we going to do? Holy shit. And then my kid gets home and then I'm just chasing her around. And that's pretty much the progression of my day to day. But from like 9 a.m. to 11, I'm a monk. Everything's perfect. The hash, the coffee, it's good. By 2 o'clock, the world is ending. And by 10, 11, midnight, I don't know where I am. It's fun. Predictability, consistency, it's what keeps me calm. Let's check out some more glass. All right, this one right here is a really, really unique piece right here. And he told me I could smoke it. This one's being shipped over to the... Uh, to London and uh, <coughs> I'm excited because we love our international customers we're gonna get a map here in the studio and we're gonna put pins in each country where there's RBRs because I'll tell you what guys you'd be so you wouldn't there's RBRs in Turkey there's RBRs in you know Australia uh, the Netherlands I mean there's Puerto Rico South America Argentina uh, I mean they're they're they, Canada, of course. Shout out to Canada. I love my Canadian collectors. I know there hasn't been a drop up there in a bit, but I promise Drip is on the schedule. We're going to figure it out. Um, we're just, again, trying to get this fucking, this new clear figured out and this new wholesale line figured out. I'm trying to bring you guys new shit. And um, while the world's ending, and it's hard, but I'm making it happen. But yeah, this piece is really unique right here. It's full crushed opal and it is a triple fade. So the fade is lemon drop, faded into secret white, faded into tangy. This is the candy corn fade. This was made for the Sunday sale. That was, uh, I actually made this on Halloween night and I finished it Sunday. Um, but yeah, this was like a kind of like a Halloween kind of theme piece. Um, I didn't sell it as a Halloween theme piece, but like that's what it was. Uh, the reason I didn't sell it as a Halloween themed piece because I technically sold it on November 1st. So it was kind of weird. It's like, hey, you want a piece the day after the holiday? I think people would want it a few days before so they can do a dab on the holiday. But um, I love the way this piece turned out. Um, we don't ever do triple fades. This is only the second triple fade, and this is a really complicated one. Any glass blowers out there that have worked with Lemon Drop or the Tangy will know that this fade right here um is a lot harder than doing like blue dream to haterade or something like that this is just more complicated certain colors their chemistry is a little bit more uh, finicky and they don't like to work together but this worked out really really well this came out so clean the function on it's amazing i haven't taken a dab through it but i pulled on it and the just just the dry pulls on it feel great i love the way the you know you can really see like the yellow to the white to the orange like fading down through and then i backed this opal with secret white that way it like really popped in that orange drain um but let's take a dab on this piece let's try some of this purple z single source from peace within hash is this the purple z yeah stuff is so terpy i i love when rosin looks like um like cake batter or food that's when I'm like, that's what I want to smoke. I like shit that looks like dessert. Like when I look at it, I'm like, ooh, that looks like some fire cookie dough. I want to smoke that. Let me put that on a hot quartz nail and inhale it. Man, I'll tell you what. Isn't smoking hash the most unattractive way to smoke though? And not the actual smoking part. Let me rephrase that. Preparing to smoke hash is the most unattractive way to smoke. The actual smoking of the hash, 
if you don't show the warm-up or any of that you just show the water and the smoke and spinning that's beautiful that's art but uh all this that i'm doing right here it happened to me in 2010 when i was still living in upstate new york i don't think i've told the story on here um, but i don't even know we've done almost 40 episodes holy fuck and it, we've only been going for like eight i don't even know how long this podcast been going we started it this year sometime i don't want to inhale alcohol again but fuck we're crushing it but um yeah this is back when i lived in upstate new york and uh, my one friend's house he had like this barn with a mini ramp in it so we could skateboard all year round it was like a nice mini ramp though good size then in my house we had a huge half pipe and um but that's that's a different story um but i was at this party at his house one night he invited me over and we're all hanging out there and like everyone's drinking beers and a couple people are smoking joints and it's chill or whatever and everyone's cool with weed it's 2010 remember and i live in upstate new york at this point it's all farmland these are all like dairy farmers and football players lacrosse players i mean these are just your normal you know upstate new york might as well be the the south though i mean it it's you, you you have no idea it's it's a wild place but um so we're at this party and everyone's hanging out and i have a rig and i have my torch and i have my nail and it's 2010 so you know the nail is not quartz it's like a titanium domeless or something or no domeless weren't even out then domeless didn't come out to 2013 or something like that whoa what the fuck was i smoking i think it was a dome with a little no it wasn't a swing dude it was a dome it had it was a dome it was a dome with a fucking little like titanium it was probably not even titanium it was something it wasn't good looking though it looked sketchy and um i just remember everyone's I'm like oh dude is it cool if i smoke in here and they're like yeah because they were like smoking a joint at the beer pong table so i was like fuck yeah dude there's a t table a little chair right here i like, set up all my shit and i start heating up in this 2010 when you're like i would open like parchment and it would just be like this glob of like matter and um and like i'm like heating up my nail and like i see everyone turn and look at me and like everyone is so uncomfortable and like my one friend is like he's like can you do that outside dude it's like making everyone really uncomfortable so i had to go outside in the dark on this back porch by myself and that's when i felt like a drug addict because i was back there dabbing i'm like okay it was one thing when i was in the room with everybody but now i'm outside doing this that's when I was like, I need to live somewhere else. And thank God I made it to Colorado like four years later. But yeah, I just remember like warm that up. And I talk about all this going back to it is because that's the most unattractive way to smoke. Unfortunately, when you're warming up the nail to uneducated people, even someone that smokes weed, even someone that smokes joints every day, but they've never seen dabbing. And then they see you heating up a nail and vaporizing and then you're coughing really hard. And they're like, whoa, he shouldn't be doing that that's how like a lot of these people feel so my point is we should probably educate people let's let them know this is all part of the plan we just got to warm up that nail real quick and throw this this hash on there and it's all perfect if you notice my videos on instagram you never see me heat up and usually the cap is already on the piece uh before i'm like i'm just usually the video is just me pulling on the piece and smoke going through it and me exhaling uh but that's because like i feel like this part right here if you're uneducated might make a potential customer collector or follower just keep scrolling but if they see like this really pretty piece of glass and they just see like a tornado and you know maybe they see like vaporization happening in there they're they're, they're just they're not thinking and all anything else but looking at this piece um so that's just more of like a 
perspective on posting dab videos for depending on what you're doing, whether you be a company or maybe you're just a personal page where you're showing function. Who knows? That's like Cali dabs. I don't think Cali dabs, you ever see him warm up ever. All you see is a beautiful, clear shot of a nail, usually sometimes a rig. And then you're just seeing the, the beautiful concentrate melt in there. And then the whatever nice carb cap or accessories he's chosen to use for that video. That's uh, you see how much success he's having with his Instagram. That's because that he's catching people that maybe don't even smoke hash. They're just like, this is what am I looking at? Because it's well presented. Yeah. I feel like you definitely have to present things in the right light so that uh, maybe someone that's not as educated can appreciate what you're trying to show them. It's a great thing for a guy with a really little dick to say. Yeah, just find that right light so you appreciate it. This is very hot now. It's about 700 degrees. So we need to give that a minute. But I'm excited to take a dab on this piece. I'm excited it's going overseas. Um, he's going to love it. The function on this thing feels crazy. I haven't taken a dab yet, so we'll see how it really feels once I take a dab. And I think he watches this podcast, so appreciate you, dude. And thank you for letting me smoke this on here. But yeah, This is a really special fade. Triple fades are, you know, we're learning a lot. Cormac did a great job blending these three colors. I sleeved it up with crushed opal, and it really blended them even more. There's some really cool like faded details here in like the Maria on the neck, like in person, not something you're really going to be able to see in video, but in person you can see like the secret white, like pulling into the lemon drop. It's, it's really like dessert looking like this piece looks like dessert to me, but also it's got a real spacey vibe to it too. Cause of the crushed opal and the way the fade is, it's got a real, like, I don't know, cosmic kind of feel to it. Even though these aren't really colors I think we normally see together out there in the universe. I don't fucking know though, because I'm pretty sure every single image, they up the contrast and add color so that it's more pleasing to the eye as far as photos of space. Pretty sure all we see is black and white when we're taking the actual photos of space. We don't see like these crazy colors of gas and stuff. I think what they do is they know what color that specific element or gas gives off and then they just like choose the hue of blue or green they want to use. They're like, well, that, that creates green, so we'll use a green gas even though it's all black and white in the photos. I don't know what I'm talking about, but we're waiting for this nail to cool down. How about that? Purple Z, take a dab of this. We probably should be pretty close now. It was pretty hot a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be semi-low temper. It's going to be perfect though. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah, I love how open the 14 mils are. They're a little less restriction, but some people love the little bit more restriction on the 10 mils. I like both. I'm not saying I dislike like like the restriction. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I'm being really nitpicky, one of the things I appreciate about the 14 millimeter versions I make is that they have, if you smoke them side by side, the 14 mils have this more open, it's very opened up. Some people don't like when a rig is that, like, airy because they like a little more restriction because maybe it's easier for them to take a bigger hit. For me, I need good airflow for me to take a, I almost want to take my hit like I'm taking a big breath and then I'm letting it out. 
Um, if it's too restricted for me, I actually cough more because it's like I'm working harder to like pull the smoke through the piece. None of my pieces are like that. They're all like super like effortless and stuff. I'm just giving examples of reasons why and what's important to me and why it's important. <coughs> Man, this piece is so bright. I'm looking at the monitor on the camera, guys, and I can see this fucking thing glowing like the lemon drop. This piece is crazy. Super smooth, too. Um, yeah, we're going to smoke a bunch of hash today. How far in are we, actually? I don't even know. 45 already? Wow. What a day. See, I was really nervous about today because I dropped my daughter off at school at 7, 45-ish. And then I had a, I got to my trainer at 8 and then work out from 8 to 9. Then it takes me about 20 minutes to get home. Then I had a shower. And then Aja gets here at, like, 9.45. So, like, literally... Aisha got here about five to six minutes after like I came out into the to the garage to get ready to do this podcast. My typical podcast morning, I sit from eight a.m. till ten. I sit for two hours. I like think. I meditate. I have ideas. I work with, and then sometimes I the podcast turns on. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm like, damn, dude, you worked for two hours and you you like you're lost right now. But this felt great. I came into this podcast 100% sober and then just enjoyed my true first dabs and smokes of the day. I liked working with my trainer before this. I feel like this might be the new rhythm. I'm digging it. I don't know about guest episodes, though. Like, if we had a guest here, I might be, like, you know, not all there. But we'll see. I really need to be better about getting back to people, guys. I've had a few people reach out that want to do this, and I'm like, dude, you've like the world throws me opportunities and then I don't text back. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I really do have a problem there. I hope someone else can relate out there. If you can leave a comment. Um, but I am just absolutely terrible at it. I, that's what I'm like. I'm trying to get my wife to the point where she just does everything for me and it's, and it's a lot on her. So I might need to figure something else out. I might actually have to really start just manning up and texting people back. I don't know what my problem is. It's horrible. You wouldn't believe some of the people I look up to that have reached out to me, and I'm just not getting back. I'm going to burn some bridges. I'm going to burn some bridges. I don't know why, but I'm just doing it naturally, I guess. It's okay. It's okay. I'll fix it. I'll rebuild those bridges with love and smiles. But, uh, damn, aren't we all going through shit? That's life. That's why I try not to complain. Because it's like, who isn't? Who doesn't work hard? Who doesn't have shitty things happen to them? We all work hard. We all have shitty things happen to us. There's no reason to compare or make anyone think that you have it harder. Or, I mean, you can try and convince people you have it better, but that's even scarier. If I, if I see someone trying to convince me that they have like the best life ever, I'm like, who hurt you? What's happening on the inside? Because you're, that's not right. But I could just be a negative Nancy, you know? That could be a that could be a possibility too. My personality's all over the place. I'm definitely crazy. Alright. Here she is. I know I said I was gonna take another dab on that, but I wanna smoke this now. I've never put this ash catcher on the Titan. I wonder if I could actually make that happen. We could probably collapse along by the end of the episode. We'll get a Titan dab in with that on there, I think. 
I'm just looking around and thinking. I'm I'm just thinking about how I want to end this because I'm like, I'm gonna take a dab on this, then we'll get into the Titan. That's exactly how we're doing it. And then I'm gonna go make lunch for my wife. There's still some alcohol in the nail, clearly. That's what all that fire was. So, I'm not going to lie to you and be like, this piece is so stable. Because she is stable, but only at the right angle. If there's a tilt to the table, even the mood mat makes it a little sketchy because the mood mat is squishy. So the piece naturally wants to lean forward because it has that little bit of give in the mat. Whereas if it's on a hard table, it doesn't move at all. This is the old Percy here though. It's a fun piece. It is a 14mm uh, triple-double with a 14mm double-diffused ash catcher. So, I mean, pointless, again. Like a lot of things I make like this, but I have a lot of fun. And I'll never convince you guys that this is the best way to smoke. But I will tell you that I really enjoy it, I have a lot of fun, and memories are made. So, I think that it's worth it, even if it's pointless. Cause I feel like a lot of glassblowers might look at some of the stuff I do and just go, why? Actually, no, they DM me and say, why? Like that pumpkin thing I did. Why? Gross. Why did you do that? I'm like, why didn't you, bro? Aren't you a stoner? Or are you, like, not trying to smoke pumpkins, bro? I don't know. I agree. Probably shouldn't have done it. We all almost threw up if you watched the podcast. Last episode, the Halloween one. By the end of the episode, you just slide back to the last 10 minutes and probably see someone almost throw up. It might have been me. Or you could just watch this one and watch me vaporize alcohol and now and then almost throw up. So really, that seems to become a trend um, now that I'm gagging a little bit too much with all the uh, smells or tastes of these alcohols or pumpkin rigs. But luckily, Halloween's another year away, so no more pumpkins for me. I threw that shit out. I left it all together, though. I literally put the pumpkin rig in the top of the, my garbage can, like all assembled, like it was ready to go. Just didn't have a nail. And um, yeah, I wonder if anyone kept it or if it was just, just thrown in the garbage. Either way, it was really fun. I enjoyed that episode. Oh fuck, we heated up this nail, didn't we? This is how you know we're at the end. Now I'm lost. Oh, I think we're gonna be all right though. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. Let me just scoop up a dab and then we're good to go. Getting more of this purple Z because it's wonderful. Get back here, you. Man, it's the weather's been so nice lately in Colorado. I'm not trying to rub it in if it's shitty where you are. Just grateful because I know the days are limited at this point. Cold weather is a coming. Enough hash could change the world. Wow. 
because everyone would be too stoned and no one would care about anything. <coughs> That's not good either. <coughs> That's not good either. <coughs> you got to care. You got to be present. But um, <coughs> you also got to smoke weed every day. All right. Well, here we are near the end of the episode, guys. This was fun today. I was a chatty Kathy, a little bit of a negative Nancy. Um, I really don't know why they're all female names. I'm sure there's... Let me think of a negative one for a male name. Negative... What's a, what's a, what's a, what's a guy's name? Nathan? Negative Nathan? Um, sensitive Sam? We, we can keep it, you know, we'll split it up. We won't just do a female names. You know, we'll keep it fair. You know, it's 2020. I'm not trying to hit on any specific gender or anything. Okay, let's take a dab on the Titan. Let's see if we can fit her. Aja, would you grab me the uh, Titan RBR there? I actually cleaned her, so she's she's good to go. She's not gross right now. Appreciate you, dude. Thank you, sir. You know, <clears throat> I don't think I can put the ash catcher on here because the one time I did try it, the back pressure from the Titan RBR was so much that the water literally shot and filled the whole nail then overflowed. It literally drained all the water out of the ash catcher from the back pressure of this thing draining. So we're gonna just smoke it without it. Even though I said, let's try that, I know it's not gonna work. This, there's too much power. There's just too much power. Okay, look at this thing, you know? I love this piece. I'm going to make another one here soon. And in 2021, I just might do a Titan drop where I drop three of them. They'll come in giant gun cases all plucked out for them. And they'll be a very super high-end, unique, pointless piece of glass. So maybe I'll only do like one to three. We'll see how many I do if I do it. But <coughs> I think I might do it. So fun that would be and I think I'd want to do obviously like fully colored perks I need to figure out a way to fucking kiln them is the issue I might need to buy a big kiln just to do that which it's gonna be tough to convince the wife but we'll figure it out we will figure it out maybe I can find some other project to use for a big kiln Is it cold in here, Aisha? My hands feel cold. Are your hands cold, bro? Okay, maybe I'm not getting enough blood flow. You know, it's a wooden seat. I just worked out. Yeah, my hands are fucking freezing. Could be all those turps, though, bro. Those turps are getting me. All right, let's get this all set up. Get this mic up here. Look at this. See, we can keep it so, so you guys can hear me. Oh, no, you want to move away? Where are you going? Hey, come back. Okay, this is great. This is how we end. This is a fun way to end the episode. We're giggling. Um, we're making this take way longer than necessary. Here's the part I needed. Gotta clean this nail. Right, thank you all you guys who made it this far. I know my family does. It's crazy. I wonder what they're thinking. They're like, what's he doing? Is he, is he doing it right? I don't know. I'm trying to make it mom and dad. We're figuring it out. Where's my alcohol, though? Ah, oh, there she is. This nail is dirty. I did not clean it enough after the last dab on that triple-double of the ash catcher, so we're doing it now. But luckily, the nail is now above my head, or at least parallel, so I won't inhale the alcohol. Yes. 
this is this is perfect see didn't inhale any alcohol vapor that's really bad for you though you do not want to ever inhale alcohol vapor it's terrible for you I don't think glass blowers live that long <laughs> how many old ones are there it doesn't matter let's not talk about it. they're curing aging I watched a thing. They're going to cure aging. They said aging is one of the worst diseases ever. Aging kills the majority of our species. So they want to cure the disease of aging. It's going to happen. You know, the only people that don't die from aging are people that die from, like, you know, car accidents or stuff like that. Like, acts of God or whatever they call them. Man, they're probably going to have to find a different name for that. Can't even say, probably can't even say that in 2021. You won't be able to say acts of God. They'll be like, what God? All right, now this is clean. This nail was really dirty. Also, I'm really stoned, so I alcohol Q-tipped it like two more times than I need to, but still, more shit came off though. So hey, those pearls were dirty. Cause we got, I don't even know how many are in there. I think there's four or five. Fire. While this is cooling down, I'm going to grab a different stool. I don't want to stand on this spinning stool, I don't think. Because I just did a leg day. Actually, fuck it. I tightened her down. We got it. We'll figure it out. It's what. It, it's whatever. Oh, wait. I have something even better than that. Oh, it's, it's too far away. Never mind. You guys are really watching me problem solve here. It's wonderful. I hope you're enjoying it. If this is the content you were looking for, then you're getting it. Problem solving. How to smoke a, this pointless giant rig. Okay, I think that's plenty hot enough. We got a turbo meter so we don't have to get too crazy with it. Oh, she's smoking still though. I don't want to taste old turps because if I'm only smoking this piece because this is how you get maximum flavor. You need to diffuse the smoke at least 14 times and make sure you use all your lung capacity just getting the piece to work so that as the smoke trickles into your lungs, you are fully gassed out. This is how you get the maximum flavor. Okay, shouldn't smoke anymore. God, we fucking rocked this 14 mil nail. I don't, I'm horrible with nails. We'll Q-tip them, clean them, but we just, we just destroy them. It just happens. What can you do? All right, <clears throat> well, we're gonna let that cool for a minute. I know it's not ready yet, but we'll turn on our turbo meter. These guys should sponsor me though. I have so many people DM me being like, what is that thing you're using? I'm like, it's a turbo meter. I figured everyone knew what this was. Dude, I don't even know why my hands are cold though. My hands are fucking cold though, I'm telling you what. What are you doing, Bane? You chilling? You gonna you gonna spot me, bro? Dude, you can't do this right now, my guy. You have to go chill. My pants are so dirty, Bane, from you. I should wear different pants. You go away from that, my guy. Dude, this is this is too much. Thanks, Aja, for sticking this out, brother. I appreciate you. You know, it's tr a true mess at this point. But. We're gonna smoke the Titan because I feel like everyone that's recently tried it just didn't get it going. I wanna I wanna smoke it properly on here. 
feel like this stance is the wide stance, keeping it low. <sighs> it's still at like 600 degrees. It's fucking nails. They hold the heat though. These Evan Shores, they're strong and they hold heat. But man, do I chaz them out? I, I, we just, we're not good with nails. It's the pearls. I blame the pearls, honestly. We should dump the pearls out in between every dab and clean them in alcohol, and we don't. That's the issue. If you want to keep your nail nice, make sure you take your pearls out in between every dab and clean it, because there's almost always some sort of residual shit on there that's going to burn off and chaz your nail. So, watch out. Alright, I think we killed enough time to get a dab in. One more check here. I honestly feel like I'm going to fall off this stool though right now, but I'll be fine. I'm like a cat. Very agile, um, like an overweight cat. This is too cold. I want to just. I'm just gonna hit it with torch one second, maybe three. So it's like, cause it's at like 425. For this big guy, you kind of want just a little bit more heat. Oh, these aren't stretchy pants. All right, here we are. Cool, good stuff. Safety first, then teamwork. <coughs> I'm fine, Bane. I'm fine, Ben. <laughs> Maximum flavor. <coughs> that purple Z. <coughs> 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 I just is. <coughs> oh, God. This is so hard to smoke. You get the picture. Cool. <coughs> <coughs> All right. Well, now. Hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. We have a new mood mat drop happening here very, very soon. We just got the mats shipped. They're gonna be here next week. Some really new designs, new colors. Holy fuck, the Terps got me. Holy shit. Okay, and uh, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. It's gonna be the best way to find about upcoming drops as far as the Sunday sales, store drops, all that kind of stuff. We're formatting our business a little different for 2021 and getting ready to hopefully be way more connected with our customers as far as what's happening and how to get pieces and not have so much of a just getting the runaround, you know, not getting a piece. So we're doing everything we are, we can in our power to get that better. And, uh, you know, don't forget to like, if you liked the video, of course, and subscribe, leave a comment on whatever platform you're watching this on. It does help us. Every little bit helps. Holy shit. I can't breathe. Catch my breath. Getting through it. <coughs> <coughs> Appreciate you guys. This is the uh, What's Up Everybody podcast. Hope you guys have an awesome day. This is episode 37. Holy fuck. I'm really proud we got it this far. Thank you, everybody. Whew.